Welcome to the Sylvan Australia podcast, where we talk everything rural lifestyle. Okay, welcome to another episode of the Sylvan Australia podcast, and I'm here with Amanda McLean. Amanda, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for inviting me, Nick. Now, for those listeners that are not aware of of who you are and what you do, I know we're sitting up here in the lovely Kimberley of Western Australia, far northwestern Australia. My favourite place in, in Australia, to be honest with you. And uh, uh, you, part of your job, you're running Ord Agricultural Equipment. That's right. Master dealer for Sylvan Australia. And <laughs> doing a magnificent job of it uh, with your husband, Phil, as well. And um, so tell us a bit about that first and how you got from being in a machining business for the mining industry, how you got into doing agriculture. Mm, sure. So uh, 13 years ago, my husband and I bought Ord Machining, which was a business that he was working in um, at the time. And we've been running that business and working predominantly in mining and and in the valley in agriculture, but we did a lot of work for Argyle Diamond Mine. And uh, it's a, two reasons that we sort of did the switch and added the Ord Agricultural Equipment business. So one was had some customers come in and they were asking our parts department um, to source Kubota parts at the time that we couldn't um, source without being a franchise. And and the other thing that was always in the back of our mind was that Argyle was going to close at some point. So we need, knew we needed to diversify and we had a little bit of a think about what we really liked and working in ag um, and supporting that agriculture industry was one of those things. So we... We inquired about becoming um, a dealer for Kubota, and that was where Ord Agricultural Equipment started. Mm. I'll tell you a little story, and I don't know if I've ever actually told you this, but um, a very well-known gentleman in the region, his name is Spike Desert, he's, <laughs> no, he's no longer with us, unfortunately, he passed away last year. He actually called me many years ago and said when you first started going from moving over the mining industry over to ag, he actually called me and said to said to myself on the phone, I'll never forget it, he says, you need to appoint these people as a dealer in town. And I said, okay, oh, thanks. And, you know, I think it, the man spoke very highly of yourselves, but everything that Spike's ever done in town, I mean, people that know Kananara would know Spike and the work he's done in town. So I think that was a massive endorsement for you guys. But coming from a man like that, it was really a no-brainer for us as well. So we had had dealings with some really good people in town. Uh, Unfortunately, they had moved on to other things and and retired from businesses and and moved on. So I think your timing was impeccable, really. And the Kubota brand has always been really worked well up here. Same with Sylvan. And now you're also representing Husqvarna as well. So it's great to see those brands uh, being represented up here as well. So I think you've done a magnificent job. Tell us uh, the sort of crops in town as well. I know it's changing. For, I've been only coming up here 10 years and I've seen, it, I've seen a slight change in the 10 years. So I've seen the sandalwood, less and less of the sandalwood. And now we're seeing more uh, cotton coming in. So tell us a bit about that. Yeah, you're right. It does change. And even today, I went in and spoke to um, my husband, Phil, and our um, sales manager, Warren, and I said, just make sure I'm still up to date on what's been getting grown around around the valley at the moment. So 
Um, we do still grow uh, melons and pumpkins, beans, mangoes, um, bananas, you know, pawpaws and limes, so those fruit and vegetable um, products. But there's also, um, you know, sorghum, corn, mung beans, bolotti beans, chickpeas, um, and then there's also um, cotton mm-hmm. and hay yeah. as well. So cotton's a really new and exciting product. Yeah. Um, in the region so most of that is grown under what we call flood flood irrigation i guess so we're very lucky up here we have a a, australia's biggest dam not very far from here um so that that the uh or dam is is dammed and then that feeds lake kananara if that's if i'm correct and then there's a diversion dam in town that sends the, the the water that's not required out to the ocean eventually which is about 200 kilometers away isn't it from here yeah yeah. yeah 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 so that that water then supplies all the irrigation channels uh locally so um i just think explain to our listeners how important the, the water is here here in town uh, and we are so lucky here to have two things we've got water and we've got sunshine so um water is one of the draw cards to the region it's so important for agriculture um, but the water also um, supports that tourism industry yeah. and makes our town feel so vibrant and you know such a lovely place to live and work. Um, so yeah, Argyle, uh, um, Lake Argyle, um, up at the top, the top dam. Yep. Um, that's a beautiful destination on everyone's tourism list. Mm. But that is the start of the water coming down into the valley mm. and going yeah. out. Yeah. Yep. So over the 10 years of, that I've been coming here, I've seen, um, I, I'll be honest with you, I've never seen the town so vibrant as this visit. There's probably some other factors involved in that. I would suggest COVID and the fact that in Western Australia, we, we have been isolated to parts of other parts of Australia. But it's really great to see. I know we have to line up for food. I know we've got to line up at the bakery or whatever it may be. I think it's a small price to pay, but tell us, I mean, just explain how important also tourism is in this town as well tourism um, is one of our major industries um, and last year particularly but also um, this year to a degree and recently COVID has had had a major impact so last year the town did feel very quiet with the hard borders um, people that would normally do the loop of Australia or come up come up the coast or down the coast through into the Northern Territory, those people just couldn't do that trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of our um, like places along the Gib had to close and it was really, really sad to see. So I think that's why it feels so vibrant this year. Um, but having said that, we do town does feel really busy and there's a lot of um, people with caravans and a lot of people here. Um, but I think, yeah, we, we are still probably... Um, having an impact from COVID in that people that would normally fly in or travel on a um, bus tour mm-hmm. and do a lot of um, all of those tours, paid tours, yeah. they've not been able to come. But it certainly does feel really buzzed with excitement mm. at the moment. Yeah. And, um, yeah, oh. it's nice. I mean, I as I said, I, I I love coming up here, but I think this trip in particular has been really enjoyable. Just seeing all the people getting around yeah. with caravans and whatnot. Yeah. 
You're very busy. I know that. So tell, talk <laughs> us through your day. I know someone mentioned to me yesterday, netball coach as well. Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> some sporting coach of some take kids for... Oh, no. Some... I did, but I've had to drop um, a lot of our... Um, junior sport helping I really just go and help and support the coaches so we've got some good coaches with tennis and netball yep. at the tennis, moment tennis that's what it was yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. so um, at the moment I find that I'm on spending a lot of time um, in my role with the East Kimberley Chamber of Commerce and Industry yeah so that was another I didn't know that up until last night when yeah. we were out and you and someone mentioned to me that that's another another role so tell us a bit about that because that oh. sounds like apart from running this business and also having three children, young children, getting them to school and sports, mm. that sounds like a, a pretty big task. Oh, it is a massive task. It's a big challenge. It's exciting. Um, I think what I really enjoy most about it is um, that we can make a positive influence for the region. So, and last year really, really reminded us, I think, of what our purpose is as a chamber so you know being that we are here to support our local industry and our local businesses and try and you know share information and feedback their feedback through to the government channels and all of that sort of stuff anything that we can do to improve their um time mm. while they're trying to operate businesses in the east kimberley you know, yeah yeah really working as a team and that to be honest that did feel pretty good the board was the board and we've got two part-time executives um, working for us now and I think we all feel a bit floated that we can actually really contribute to things. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I think that's nice. I mean, in the East Kimberley, all of our um, governments and businesses and local government um, and all of those sorts of committees and departments all work so nicely together mm-hmm. and re- and you need to because you're remote. yeah. 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 Well, that was my next point. I, I, I feel up here as well, there's a bigger sense of community. I go into a lot of country towns um, that are smaller, bigger. You don't get the feel of community like you do from here. And I think it's unique in, in here because of, of the isolation. The closest town is Wyndham, which is 90 kilometre or 100. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, away from here which is a considerable distance. And then there's the Northern Territory border and then I think Timber Creek's a good 200-odd kilometres from here. So yeah, that's right. it, it's a sense of community in, in Kununurra, which is unparalleled anywhere else, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And I think it's, um, I think it's important in a, in a town where a lot of people don't have families mm. to support them. So um, the community does really get behind people and you know check in and work together and and it does it's got a good feel and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's no it's, it is it is it's always yeah there's never any you know everyone's so lovely to each other and i see your customers like i spend a, a fair bit of time here when i am here yeah i see your customers walking in and they want to have a chat or they might want to have you know talk and I, i'll be honest with you when i'm out on the road a lot of i do try and catch up with venues and growers and you've got to make time and appointments i find here they're always willing to have you at no matter what time of the day and, yep. and stop in for a chat and, you know, maybe step in under the shade or the shed somewhere and have a have a nice cold drink with them. So it is, it's very unique and I think that's something that, yeah, I, I you know, I, I can see the attraction mm. in, in this sort of town. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sure. One of the other things I want to talk about, Amanda, tell us a bit about 
I know I've come up here for the show a few years in a row, but it's becoming bigger and bigger, not just the ag show, but the events in May as well. So tell us a little bit about some of the events that happen in Kununurra and some of the pretty big big ticket events, aren't they? Oh, you're right. Absolutely. So yeah, you touched on the Kununurra Ag Show, which um, we couldn't, wasn't ran last year. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, it was ran online. So mm-hmm. that was really exciting and challenging for them. But they did come back this year and they came back pretty strong and, and we did have a fantastic ag show. But we do have other events that are, um, you know, really exciting and draw a lot of people to the region and a lot of um, well-known artists. And that, that main event would be the Wood Valley Muster. Yeah. Yeah, and that's um, that's it's got something for everyone, mm. you know. Everyone... People who go there would go to more than one of the events within that whole week of festivities, and it's just excellent. Mm, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a it's a big event. I know it's even uh, publicised down in Perth as well. And I know yeah. in the past you've had John Farnham. Well, that's the one that comes to memory. But I'm sure you've had bigger well, stars. We had Jess Melboy this Je- year. Just, yeah, just yeah. What a you know what a great endorsement or someone to have you know, come up here and do a, do a concert. I know it's a big yeah. time of the year. I know even the Cattleman's Dinner as well, just prior to the show. I, I did that with you a few years ago. Yeah. I really enjoyed that and the fireworks. Yeah. I, it is, a, for a small town, it does some puts out some pretty big events. Yeah, that's right. And we've got, um, I think, some events that really reflect um, our landscape as well at the moment. So there's the Lake Argos Swim, mm-hmm. um, and that attracts huge amount of participants it's a fantastic event but we've also got um you know the gib river mountain bike challenge and um the adventure race that's held up at lake um, lake argyle every year um and i think they just show um the diverse landscape that we've got and how we can use it and we do use it for activity and we do use it you know for fun and yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I remember one of the events was the the jet boat race as well oh, from, the dam, from to dam. dam to Dam as yeah, well. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about that? That one's a bit of a favourite of mine. I haven't been able to get to it, but I'd, I think I'd like to enjoy that one. I think you would enjoy that one. I think you would really enjoy it. Um, actually, our office girl who works here, Zoe, she's um, heavily involved in organising the Dam to Dam and she just loves it. And this year they had a fantastic um, turnout of people and participants. Um, so it's a boat race from the top dam, the mm-hmm. dam wall at Lake Argyle, and it comes all the way down into um, Lake Kununurra and finishes up at the ski club. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's it's really good. That's a considerable event. distance as well. Like a lot of people think that. I used to think that the the top dam was just over the you know over yep. the road. It's yep. not. It's, it's no. just about 60, 70 kilometres away, isn't it? Maybe yeah, even more. Possibly. I don't know the exact distance, but yeah, it is a fair way. And yeah, yeah. Quite a way in a in a boat trying to. Yeah, know. I know. Yeah, come all the way back. So that's a, that's another great event as well. So yeah, yep. and we've got the rodeo on um, this weekend. We normally have two per year. Yeah. And they are an excellent event as well. Lots of fun and attract people from the territory and WA and mm. yeah. Yeah, really yeah, and I urge a lot of our listeners that are, you know might head to Darwin as well for a bit of a trip to you know maybe just you know spend the extra money, hire a car, and drive back, drive back to Kununurra, and then take a plane from Kununurra back to Perth. Yeah, great or, idea. Yeah, yeah, I know there's a lot of events happening this time of the year up in Darwin as well, and Catherine too. Yeah, and uh, the whole region is just it really is a buzz in July. It's really good for 
us southerners, I call myself a southerner, to get away <laughs> from not just Perth but Melbourne, Sydney, those sort of areas yep. to get away because, you know, it's I think it's 35 today and we're in the middle of July. So, you uh, know, it's... At this time of year, the weather is unpassable. Like, mm. it is just beautiful and the nights cool off a little bit, so camping and everything is lovely. And Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah. Absolutely. Well, look, Amanda, look, we really appreciate you coming on the podcast. It's been great. And look, thanks for having me up here as well. I really, as you know, I enjoy my time up it's here. It's a pleasure to And, uh, you know, Sylvan Australia is really, you know, we're, we're really thankful to be part, to, to work in partnership with you guys up here in the, in the order and represent our brand as well. And not just our brand, but the, the Brevi, Breviary brand, the Nobly brand and, and, all, and the selector range of products that we do. I know it's not just the machinery that you guys do. It's also, you know, you've got a showroom full of selector, selector gear. So your customers, our customers can, you know, just come into town and buy whatever they need out of the catalogue and whatnot. Most of the stuff you've got on their shelf here as well. So that's really great to see. So we really appreciate it. And uh, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having us here. And uh, hopefully I can get back up here very, very, very soon. Hope so. No worries. Thanks, Amanda. Take care.